Swedish really wants you to feel like you belong here, because you do, because we get to say that you do, because <laughs> we want you here. So everybody belongs here, and that's, that's one of the things that we've been trying to build uh, throughout our time um, at Church Northwest, is just, this is a place where you can belong. This is a place where you can just be you. You don't have to be a different version of you. You don't have to be a uh, cleaned up version of you or a sort of happy version of you. Uh, you can be the you that you are, um, and we'll love you for that. So, welcome. A uh, couple of quick things. Um, if you are a part of our church and you want to contribute financially to what's happening, we'll, we'll let you do that. that that's fine. We're, we're okay with that. There's a couple of ways you can do that. We have an offering box in the foyer, um, or you can give at on our website, churchnorthwest.nz slash give. Um, we're not going to pass around anything, um, so you can uh, do that if you please. If you are visiting, please don't feel pressured to do that. Um, that's a decision between you and God and, and um, what he's leading you to do. The other thing is we also do not have bulletins, uh, so we're trying to do a little bit to stop um, using paper as much as possible. Um, and so we use uh, the Bible apps, the Uversion app, which you can find on the App Store. Um, and if you just click on the bottom corner, click More and then Events, and then you can find Church Northwest. And if you do that, while we're going through the message, there we've got all of the verses that we use and a couple of places you can click to add some notes, things that we want to take away. I've got uh, some challenges for you guys today, so that'll be listed in there. Um, so there's no excuse, really. Um, to not do them, so very good. All right, good. All right, I'm going to pray, and then um, I'm going to switch things up for my uh, computer person. She's not going to like me very much, but let me pray. Lord, I just thank you for bringing us back to 2020. Um, we want to start, I guess we're already a month in, but um, as we gather together as a church and we start plowing ahead into this new year, we really want to begin by stopping and giving this year to you. And we want this year as a community and as individuals to be a year that you're in control of. And we don't necessarily know what that looks like, but we want to be connected to you as we move into that. So Lord, guide me as I'm speaking and guide us as we're listening and guide me as I hear what you're saying through me, that you can um, instruct my heart and instruct all of our hearts as to what you will have for us this year. It's in your name we pray. Amen. All right, so I'm going to switch ahead um, to, if you want to go to the logo thing, I want to talk a little bit about Church Northwest and, and kind of where we're heading. Some of you, um, like our visitors, you haven't been to Church Northwest before. We just started last year. We've been going. I did the math in my head. Um, we've existed for nine months. Um, so we started meeting at the end of April last year. And that was nine months ago. We've been meeting weekly for six months. Um, so that's, for some of us, that may seem like a really long time because, you know, we were there from the beginning and it's, it's kind of flowing, um, but also very, very new. So one of the things that we really tried to focus on at the beginning last year was just creating a sense of community. Um, and one of the cool things about our logo is that it kind of represents a little bit of who we want to be. So in the middle, you can see um, the, there's a little bit of a cross in the middle, which kind of reflects the fact that Jesus is at the center of who we are. Everything that we do is about him. Uh, it's about Jesus and drawing closer to him. So he is at the center. And then you kind of got these four little triangles in the corners that are 
pointing in. So last year, we really focused on building a strong core of who we are. Um, and so we focused on worship and on, on growth and teaching and small groups. We got some of those started up and community. So just being together. And so the idea was that we drew ourselves closer into the core, closer to Jesus, closer to each other to try and build that sense of community. And we're still doing that. We're not going to let up on that this year. We really want to keep building that. We had a little bit of a break over January, so things kind of like, you know, get back into the rhythm of things, get back on track with life. And we want to really build on that sense that we are community. We are a family. Uh, so we want to build on that, and that's something that we've recognized people enjoy and they invite people to. We want you to continue to invite people to be a part of that community. But we also don't want to remain static towards just being focused on ourselves. So the other cool aspect of our logo is that there are roads in the middle, in the cross, heading out. So while we are doing these things to draw ourselves into the center of who we are and who Jesus is, we also want to take that strength and then move out into the community. So 2020 is going to have a little bit more of a focus on moving out and finding ways that we can engage the community around us. And we're very excited about that, but we also are very excited about the way that we want to go about that. Specifically, we don't want to rush and we don't want to just create a whole bunch of ideas that Nate and I or the elders or Molly and Whitney are also helping us as a leadership team. And we can sit around in our staff meetings and go, let's do this and let's do that because we're passionate about that. We could do that. We could come up with some ideas. And we could lay them all out there and we could say, join in in our passions. But we don't want to do that because this is not Nate and Whitney and Molly and Hamish's church. This is our church. This is Church Northwest. And our, our core vision is helping each other take our next step towards Jesus. So we want this to be a community-driven outreach concept. So what we want to do is we want to take a few months. Um, in April, we're going to have our one-year anniversary. Yay! Have a little party, have a little celebration. And that's also going to be a chance for us to really explore what 2020 is going to mean or what year two of the church is going to mean for us as far as getting out into the community. That gives us three months to do a little homework, to do a little preparation, Two things I want us to prepare. One is I want us to prepare ourselves to let God work in us to be able to get out and to work in the community. So this Awake series is part of that process. And I'll explain a little bit more about that when we get into it. The other thing is I want to take the next three months for you to start inputting into the conversation about where you feel we can best enter into the community because you are our entry into the community. Most of you have been here far longer than the Hutchinsons and us have been here. We moved into this area 18 months ago, and we got stuck in, and we love it. We love it here. We feel like this is our home. But you guys, many of you have been here even longer than that, much longer than that for some of you. And so you know this community better than we do. You know the areas of need. You know your neighbors. You know the people around you. You know the aspects of ministry that can be done to reach people in practical ways. So whether that is people dealing with financial issues or people dealing with mental health issues or just doing life as families, 
These are some of the things that we've already identified, but we want to hear from you about where you think we can engage. Where where are your passions? What is God telling you? So for the next few months, we want to hear from you. There's a few ways you can do that. We'll love to have a coffee with you. Just hit us up. We'll go out. We'll grab a coffee or a hot chocolate or something and chat. That sounds fun. Or we can chat after the services. We have morning tea and tea coffee here and we can just mix and mingle, and you can say, hey, I've, thought, I've been thinking about this. What do you think? Great. Or you can email us. You can email Hamish at Church Northwest. That's me, obviously. You can switch Hamish around for Nate or Whitney or Molly. Um, we'll all be happy to, to kind of have conversations with you about ideas that you may have, and we can help equip and come along beside and partner and do all of that sort of stuff. Yeah? Yes? Excellent. So that's what 2020 is going to be. A little bit of us trying to do some planning, a lot of you guys some putting in, and um, I'm excited in April to really sort of unveil where we're going to be going in year two of Church Northwest. I'm a little excited. All right, maybe three. But if I'm honest, I'm also very excited about something else, and that is happening tomorrow. Does anyone know what's happening tomorrow? Mally, you know what's happening tomorrow. Super Bowl is happening tomorrow, right? Who's excited about the Super Bowl? Okay, that's lame. All right, let's start again. <clears throat> Who's excited about Super Bowl? Woo! Okay, I got to admit, I'm a little obsessed with the NFL. I'm not American. You might think that with my accent and the fact that I've just now put American football on the screen, but I have been obsessed, even before I went to the States for university, I've been obsessed with the 49ers, San Francisco 49ers and football. Why? I don't know. What's that? It is up in my bedroom. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. They know me from a long time ago. That's not creepy. That's because they were my youth leaders. Okay, so just to clarify why she's seen my bedroom, that's, that was, okay, moving on from there. All right, so, yeah, yeah. You guys may need to leave the room. <laughs> All right, so tomorrow is the Super Bowl. My 49ers are playing the Chiefs. It's going to be an epic game. We are watching it live from my place. So if you haven't got anything going on, um, you're welcome to come over. Just let me know so I can get some food ready. But um, hit me up for after this for details because it's going to be epic. One of the things that's exciting about one of the reasons of bringing this up, not just because I'm trying to you know go fanboy on you or anything, but I really love the story of the 49ers this year because last year they were terrible. Like, they were bad. They went 4-12, and 12, so 4 wins and 12 losses. It was, yeah, it was a pretty horrible year. It was not good, lots of injuries, there's excuses were going around. But anyway, this year they turned it completely around, right? 13-3 and three and they're in the championship game. That's a big turnaround, right? That's a big flip. And there were some, some cool things that happened in the offseason. They got a few new players, some people got healthy, and they put it all together. And it went from a year of futility to a year of glory, even more so tomorrow when they win. Be praying for that. So, so what made me start thinking, wouldn't that be awesome if we had a turnaround like that? Wouldn't it be awesome if we went from 4 and 12 in our life to 13 and 3 or more? You know, and I don't know what kind of year you had last year. Maybe your year was amazing. But I know many of you, and I know many of you had some difficulties last year. I know it was tough. I know for some of you it felt a little bit 4 and 12, right? It felt a little bit like a year of futility or a year of difficulty. Maybe good things were happening, 
Um, I know for me, we started the church, that was exciting, there was some good stuff going on, but I also dealt with some real issues, you know, I, I have some mental health issues myself, depression and anxiety and stuff, and, and I was dealing with them, and it was tough, and there were blah moments, and there were times where it just felt, ugh, maybe not terrible, but not great, you know, and then you, and then you hear these like stories in the Bible of God coming in and doing amazing things and grabbing hold of people's lives and just like glorious things happening. And, and then we, we sing this Awake song before and that line where it says, make no mistake, when God moves, the bowels of hell begin to shake. I'm like, man, that's awesome. But it didn't really feel like that last year. And I kind of want it to feel that way this year. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't it be awesome if we had a 13 and 3 year this year where we had this glory year where things just went from eh to full-blown awesome, right? Maybe, maybe this clip kind of, I've got a little clip that sort of maybe highlights how we felt about last year. Real quick from The Incredibles. Right? Right? Isn't that us? Are we waiting for something amazing? And it's just not there. So I want to talk about this, this series, this Awake series. I want to kind of focus on how do we move from year of futility to year of glory? How do we grab hold of John chapter 10, verse 10, where Jesus is talking and he says, The thief Satan has come to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And I want the life that the guy who makes the bowels of hell shake, he says full, that means full, right? That means something incredible. That means something amazing, I guess. And I want something amazing in my life for 2020. And I've just been really convicted about that this year. And I think it comes down to the song, Awake, my soul. Awake. I want to wake up to what God is doing. Because it's not like he hasn't been God last year, right? It's not like he stopped being God when I didn't feel it. It's not like he wasn't doing amazing things. I just don't know I was fully awake to what was happening. And then we had a break. We had Christmas. You know, family and sun and food and and, and holidays, and food, and, and, and time off, and food, and all of that sort of stuff. And it's like, I don't know what ha- happens to you during that time, but I start to get a little bit lethargic over the Christmas break. And I move into this sort of fog, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, where I'm not giving up on my faith or anything. I'm not like running away from Jesus and just running into sin. And, and I mean, I have my issues, but Like, I'm not intentionally moving away, but I'm just kind of drifting. Is that the right word? I'm just kind of disconnected a little bit. Have you felt that? And I think, thank you, thank you, because I know I have. And I've just, I've been listening to the song Awake. I don't know how you're familiar with that song from Hillsong. It's a great song. It just came out on their new album. And she's singing Awake My Soul and Sing. And I just, I've been convicted that that's what I need. And I wonder if that's what we all might need. 
Maybe you don't need that, but hey, you're stuck with it, so that's what we're doing <laughs> in the next four weeks. But I want to really just wake us up to move from just another year to a year of amazing. A year that we look back on and say, that was the turning point. Can you remember 2020? That was our Super Bowl year. That was a year when God swept in and did stuff that changed my life, that changed my community. Heck, what if he changed our nation? Is that too big? Is that too ridiculous to say? Or do we believe in a God that is big enough to do something very cool? I don't know. I just get pumped up thinking about what God might do. But to get to that space, I need to cultivate my heart a little bit. I need to till the soil, if you want to use that kind of language, of preparing myself, waking myself up, connecting to who God is and what God is doing in a fresh, intentional, and powerful way so that when he starts moving in 2020, I get swept up with it. Wouldn't that be something? So that's what we're going to be looking at this week. There is a little, little uh, this, this month actually, there's this little um, nugget, this little quote that um, Nate actually read from Ephesians chapter 5, which kind of cuts to the core of what this is. And he says, wake up sleeper. Rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. That's the theme for what we're going to be looking at. It's interesting, this is not an Old Testament quote. In fact, it's not in the Bible anywhere. We don't even really know exactly where it is. Some people think it might be a, like a baptismal hymn that they would say in the, old, in the um, ancient times in the early church. Someone got baptized and they would come out and they would say, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead. Very cool, but we don't know. But Paul quotes it. The guy who wrote Ephesians, he quotes it, and so it's in the Bible, it's all good. But I really just love that picture. Simple, powerful. So, over the next four weeks, I want to unpack this little package. This little passage is in, in, a, in a wider section. Nate read some of it, and it continues on after it. Sort of the context of it gives us a really good picture of what God is wanting for us as we awake. And there's a lot of talk about darkness to light, and there's a lot of other metaphors that are pulled out in that that kind of fit this idea of waking up. So um, in true preacher fashion, we're going to do a four-week series pulling out different metaphors from this passage. I want to show you a little bit where we're going to go with this. We're going to start by talking about the dawn. Um, so the first section is going to be talking about moving from darkness to light. As we wake up to God, we put the darkness behind us, this old life, this, this godlessness. We put it behind us and we embrace the new dawn. We embrace the light of Jesus and who he is. Uh, second week is the alarm. No one likes an alarm. I hate my alarm. But what an alarm does is it jolts us awake and it takes us from this drifting through life to this intentional living. Um, the third one is coffee. <laughs> you need a little caffeine boost. And let's talk about being energized by the Spirit, being energized by God instead of trying to energize ourselves with other things. And then finally, clothes. Protect ourselves from going back to bed. You've got to get dressed. Prepare yourself for the day that is coming. And so we're going to look at Ephesians 6 and some of the clothes that God's got for us that protects us. So Really cool stuff that's going on in there. Some of it may seem a little weird right now. 
that's okay. We're going to unpack it. We're going to have a look at it together. And um, as I mentioned earlier, this is not something that I am teaching you because I think you need to wake up. This is something that really is probably more for me than, <laughs> than you. Of I need to wake up, but I think we need to do this together. So I want this to be a together type thing. I don't want it to feel like I'm just saying it and you have to listen and do, but that we are coming around this passage, we're coming around Paul's instructions for us, around this concept of waking up, and we're doing it together. We're helping each other out. Um, there's uh, some ways that we can do that I'm going to share in a second. But along that line, I would like to, as strongly as I can without being rude, I want to urge you to, to keep coming along this series. I know life gets busy, right? Life gets tricky. Things are happening. There's, there's stuff going on in schedules. We're not going to be like taking attendance or, or judging you for not. But I think this is a really good opportunity for us if we commit to really coming through of this together to prepare ourselves to see if God's going to do something. I mean, let's test it, right? Let's test if God is going to honor our commitment to, not that he owes us anything, but if, if we show up and we open our hearts to this, see what God's going to do. Give him a chance to step in and do something. So I'd like to encourage us to come for the next four weeks um, as, we, as we explore this together. Um, right, so challenge. Something that we can do this week as we prepare ourselves for the series is the one, two, three challenge. So here's what I'd like you to do. I would like you each day, this is going to be like a five, ten minute process, okay? So it's not big, it's not huge, but I'd like you to carve out this amount of time each day to open yourselves up to what God is doing, okay? So this is not like super spiritual. This is not like mystical or anything like that. This is taking some time to say, all right, God, I'm going to create a space where I want you to speak in and then watch and see what happens. So there's a few different ways. We're trying to involve a couple of different senses here. So the first thing is to listen to one song every day. And that's the Hillsong Worship Song Awake. Um, in your Bible app, there's a link to the YouTube, but you can look it up on YouTube. Um, you can purchase off iTunes, look at it up on Spotify, however you want to do that. Just every day, just listen to it. Listen to it openly and see if God speaks. He's been speaking to me through the song. It may not happen for you, that's fine. But we'll just give God a chance to do that. Awake my soul? Sorry, okay. But if you do Google Awake Hillsong, it'll come up with that. Yeah. Because that's the official thing, but anyway. Oh, right. Okay, yep, so I know what I'm doing. Okay, the second thing, the two, is to pray two prayers. And this is where we can be helping each other, okay? So the first prayer is, is obvious. Pray that God will open ourselves up, that he'll wake us up, right? But then I want you to think of someone else in our community, outside your family, preferably outside your close friends, someone you may not know that well, and pray for them that God would do the same thing. And so what hopefully we'll have is we've got these crisscross prayers happening across our community and we're kind of drawing together. I think God honors that kind of prayer for each other. And the third thing is, or three, is to th read three verses. Psalms 57, 8 to 10. Uh, so that's again in the Bible app or if you want to jot it down or I can email you with, with that. And it's just talking about waking up. It's actually 
the verses that inspired the song. So a lot of crossover there. So let's just do those. If we do those three things, commit to doing that for the next seven days, and just see what God does with it. Just see what happens. And I'd love to hear too. I want to kind of give ourselves some space in our next service for you to report back what maybe God has been doing. Maybe he's been saying something. Maybe nothing happened. Maybe it was just a good process to get into. Who knows? But I'd love to hear from you. So we're going to do that together. Okay. That's it for us today. I don't want to be too messagey or sermony today. Just wanted to prepare ourselves for what God is doing because I think God's going to do something pretty amazing. And I, I try and hold myself back sometimes because I don't want to be like, God's going to like break through and it's going to be, you know, big and huge. And then God says, well, actually, I wasn't planning on doing that. Now it's awkward because you've said so. But at the same time, I just feel like God's going to do something cool. And the way his journey with us at the moment as a leadership team, and this can be frustrating, is he doesn't really tell us what he's going to be doing. He doesn't give us a lot of heads up. He's, he's training us to watch and see what he's going to do. But man, what a year this could be. Not just another year when just nothing happens and you get to the end and it's like, yeah, that was a year, one year older. You know, family stuff happened, work stuff happened, sure, sure. But what really, really happened in the kingdom this year? I want us to get together at the end of next year, maybe in April as we celebrate two years, and go, holy cow, that was amazing. Wouldn't that be fun? So let's be praying through this week. I'm going to give you little challenges throughout the series, but uh, let's just try and open ourselves up. I'm going to pray. Nate's going to come back up and sing, and um, we'll go from there.